podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome along to the Weekend Roundup. We are coming to you a day early because of tomorrow, of course, is Christmas Day. So we're here for you on Christmas Eve to round up the games because we've had all of them, apart from one Chelsea game coming up at one o'clock, and that's why we don't have Matisse today. But we've got Abby um, in the building. Um, we've got Nicky. West Ham Fan TV, and I'm sure he's, he's in a good mood. It's going to be a great Christmas. And my brother Laurie joining me here for the festive activities, discussing the games that took place. Um, uh, as I said, uh, no uh, Matisse today. However, no flex either. where is Flex? No Flex. I got, do you know what? I've got a Christmas song later for Flex. I'm going to sing him a Christmas song. <laughs> i got one for you, Flex. You've got to enjoy this one. Turns out, does he? No, never, never. never. I see him, I, you know, when we done that, the last time they got beat, I, I, he turned up to the seat and I said, who's that in my seat? I've never seen this guy. <laughs> never see him. Do you know what? Right? He's been taking such a battering in, in, in recent times, man. Oh, I, I've I, got I, some I, for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get to that. But of course, the video today brought to you today by our partners, Fair Play, right? So big up to Fair Play. Fair Play is this brilliant app where you can bet amongst your friends, right? And... Uh, as we all know, a lot of times we have bets with mates and stuff like that. They shake on it. No one ever pays up, right? With this app, it ensures that you pay up. So if you all bet, say, a tenner each on a golf match or you can bet on anything, a football game, just anything at all. Is it, is it going to snow at Christmas? You bet. You deposit your money into the Fair Play app. So you, you bet a tenner. Each person deposits their tenner. And then the person who wins gets the money. 100% of the money as well. There's no commission. It's free to download, doesn't cost you anything. And if you want to download it, click the link in the description right now. It's absolutely brilliant. And it just clears up all the, you know, running into your mate and say, yeah, Abby, don't you owe me 20 quid from to be fair, don't when Arsenal beat Tottenham? Alex about that. I actually <laughs> <go out laughs> <antenna. You're> right. <laughs> and so do I, to be fair. See, so if he's doing it in a fair play app, right, that would be resolved, right? Um, so you can download the app right now. They've got a very special offer this week. Uh, when you sign up using the promo code OVER, um, you can get a chance to get a free £5 bet. And it's, they're going with the OVER because they're saying that if there's over 10 goals in the first half of the games, um, in the week's games coming up, you will get a free £5 bet. Um, by the way, anybody who used last week's sign-in in code, which was Anfield, and that was if Arsenal and Liverpool uh, both score in the game, mm -hmm. you get a £10 free bet. Check your account because you've got a £10 free bet because both teams scored. It's as easy as that, right? So download it right now. It's easy to use. Um, you've got to be 18 and over. Be gamble aware, of course. Um, always be sensible. But download that right now. You know what? There was two... There was, well, there was a load of big games on. I'm going to start with the Manchester United one. We're going to get into the Liverpool-Arsenal one, but let's start with the Manchester United versus West Ham game. We've got Nicky here. He said he's got a song for Flex, right? But we've got Nicky in here. Nicky, I mean, really disappointing during the week from West Ham, going to Liverpool, losing 5-1, going out of the Carabao Cup. Lots of players rested. A lot of pressure on David Moyes yesterday because it's almost like, you know, you could see like fans are thinking, all right, you did all that because you got this game coming up, you better win it, which is never at all, never an no, easy no, thing no. to do when you're playing Man United, no matter how bad a state they're in. And you well deserve to win that game. I mean, 2-0 to uh, West Ham. And it was, it was tight. I was, I, I was there. It was, it was tight. It was a tight game. It, was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was tense because there's no pressure on us. You know, there's pressure on Manchester United always, always, always. There's pressure on Manchester United. But when you look at the, the, the game as a whole, it came down to four chances. They had two golden opportunities. Ganacho had one. Ganacho had both of them, actually. Yeah. Ganacho had both chances and he fluffed his lines. And then when we got our two chances, I mean, the first one, massive bit of luck. You know, mm. it, I think it's a goalkeeping error, in, in my opinion. Um, fantastic ball it's by Pacatar. Yeah, really unusual, yeah. But. Um, and then, and then we wrapped it up with Kudus. And, but Man United are a poor side. They are a poor side. And I, I, I remember I got really slated uh, uh, last year when I, 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 I come out and said on one of the shows, I think West Ham are a better 
pound for pound, player for player team than Manchester United. And people go, are you joking? You're talking. I, I just think that they're, they're just a poor side, poorly run side, poorly invested inside. I, I don't know where they go from here. I really don't because... You know, I heard Flex the other week saying we need a full reset. I mean, these reset—they need a, a reset more often than my little Chinese gaming box that I bought. You know, they have to reset it every time that you want to play a new game. It's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. They are in the mud. Yeah, they are in the mud. They dropped to eighth place, um, Abby, with that um, defeat. Um, the last four games, four defeats in a row in all competitions and four games without a goal. Mm. Rasmus Hoyland hasn't scored in the Premier League yet this season. And you've got to wonder to yourself, actually, before I go to you, Abby, I'm going to throw this back quickly to Nicky. How could Eric Ten Hag have not bought, say, a kudos, but he's bought Anthony? I don't, I don't, what's, what's the... Because they both play for him at Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the players. I think it's it's just the culture there. I really do. Yeah. The, the, the culture's been suffering for a long time. I think if Kudus went to Man United, he'd probably be in the same position. Mm. I don't. I, I do not think it's. I do not think it's the players. And I've been saying this for a while. There's been a rot setting in there for a long, long time. And they get these managers in. And I remember Flex sitting there, and this is going to be the guy. And I remember the guy before that. This is going to be the guy. That guy's going to be the guy. <laughs> Everyone's going to be the guy. But Eventually, they, I think they just succumb to, to, to the, to the yeah, rock. The, the rotten, culture, yeah, it's rotten. It's rotten. And they've all come in trying different ideas. They need a Christmas miracle. That's what they need. They need a Christmas miracle because I can't see, as a fan, I mean, I don't know the, the, the ins and outs of it, but I don't know what's, what's the problem. And, but it just seems like every time they get someone new, you know, the players are coming in, the players are going out, they cannot find the, the, you know, the core of the problem. And they need to, and quickly, because, listen, this Premier League nowadays, man, it moves fast. I think it you're was up, the, uh, the DM that used to play for the Matic. Yeah. He gave an interview recently, and he was talking about the culture of the club being wrong, basically. And he was saying that there was constant lateness. Yeah, He, yeah. he actually named Pogba and Jaden Sancho as the two worst offenders. And he said it got so bad that the players themselves had to um, organise a fine system. And they collected like 75 grand in a couple of weeks. Yeah, to, yeah. To people to late. Mm -hmm. so Imagine that to me. And, and funny enough, right, that when that, that one, as you're talking about culture, and that one thing you just stated about people turning up late, what was the first thing that Arteta came down hard on at Arsenal with Lateness. the captain? Aubameyang, yeah. Aubameyang, very popular player, but always late. Stripped him of the captaincy. Then, you know, after that, gave him another chance. Still late, just literally bombed him out of the whole team. And, you know, but what's going wrong there, Abby? I mean, Manchester United are just, like Nicky said, they're right in the mud right now. I mean, they've lost... Eight games yeah, already out of the um, 18 that they played in the Premier League. I think I heard a stat yesterday. It was like, if they would have lost yesterday, which they did, it was the, it was, the worst start the worst, since 1930. Yeah, something in for like 90 years or something. It, it, it's and really, I think with, the, with that really game bad. yesterday that they lost, they've lost more games at this stage of the season. Than ever, than, I think. Yeah, than they did last Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad it's what's going on in Manchester United. And... I mean, I would say I feel for them, but I don't. But <laughs> I, feel for, I feel for the fans because it's quite similar to where I was sitting last year when I had just given up hope with Tottenham. Because <laughs> you can, you can see what, you can actually see what the issues are. It's not just the players. It's not just the manager. It is a cultural thing. It stems from the top. And that's what I've always said when it comes back to Spurs. I've said when the issues are there and the same <coughs> problems keep arising whenever you change a different manager, different team, whatever, the same problems still come because it's the culture of the but club. But you've changed the manager. We have. And you've and got the same owners. We have. And look at the... Look at the change can, look, in can, the players. Look at the relation between yeah. the players. Uh, uh, sorry, between the fans and the but new manager. At the manager. same time, Ange came in and and did things that other managers haven't. He he made big calls and stopped playing the likes of Eric Dyer. Stopped playing the likes of Hoiberg. You know, players that had. Uh, look, I don't want to say they're awful players because obviously they play in the Premier League. They can't be that bad, but have never been able to deliver consistently for. Tottenham Ten Hag did that, didn't he? He came in, yeah, stopped playing Maguire correct. and players like that. Ronaldo. But exactly, and Ronaldo, and he, he made big calls last year, and we were sitting here, you know, 
praising Eric Ten Hag for kind of leading with an iron fist and, and being that guy because we thought, well, that's actually what these players need. And I still think that's what they need. I still think they need some type of authoritarian person to come in and say working, that you can't do this. No. So then it comes down to the personnel. And that's why you haven't really seen Rashford feature that much in the last couple of weeks because clearly Rashford has got this big old contract that he's re- that he was rewarded with, and it's not it's not being shown on the pitch. But the, I can't defend Ten Hag for the signings he's made because a lot of these players he has brought in from from Ajax, and they're not delivering. And I do agree with you though that if Kudos had gone to Manchester United, I think we'd be talking about him, average player. Why they spent all this money on him? But in a system at West Ham, he's thriving despite what you feel about David yeah, Moyes. Yeah. And I, I think that that's also the problem. Eric Ten Hag has openly said and admitted he doesn't have a set way he wants to play with these players. This isn't his first season. I would let him off if he said that last year he's still finding his feet. I mean, he's been there 18 months. A lot of these players he's brought in are his players and players that are coming through the youth academy that he's now, I guess, introducing. So they should know, and you as a manager should know, the style of football that you want to be playing. And when I look at Manchester United, I don't see a work rate, I don't see a work ethic, I don't see a style of play, I don't see a team that is hungry at all. It's like they're just turning up there to do a job well, and know, if they lose, they lose. That's a very good point. I mean, you've only got to look at the captain. Yeah. Bruno. I mean, he's supposed to be the manager's guy on the pitch. A lot of it starts from him and the way he conducts himself. I mean, he's a very good, talented player, but unfortunately, man, he's got a lot of attitude about him. Mm. But we say that about a lot a of Manchester United players. Yeah. I mean, look, look Jadon Sancho has been frozen out for months now. Whatever will happen with him in January or, or come the summer is a different story. But he's, he's not a, pr- a player that has no talent. You know, he, he, wanted, he was wanted by so many different clubs around Europe. You don't just go to, you know, Manchester United and become a, a, a shit player. There's, there's obviously something that happens within the club and the culture. If I was a Manchester United fan, I would want a full clearer. I want to get rid of Marcus Rashford. I want to get rid of everyone that I felt has been, Anthony Martial has been there nearly 10 years. You know, these are players that are picking up a very large pay packet yep. and not giving anything back to Manchester United and never have. In, in the case of Marcus Rashford, he has those purple patches, but they're just patches. You know, mm. this is a player that isn't, isn't particularly young anymore. He should be in his peak. He should be hitting that prime. And we're just not seeing, I don't think Manchester United can carry people anymore. But I think, that's what you get from getting owners that don't really care about the football. They don't care about the football. They care about the profitability. They care about the brand. They don't care about the football. I, I agree with that, but I could say the same for Tottenham. That's that's how we've felt. I think that's last, how football's for going. For the last four or five years, we are just a member of a portfolio. That's what we are. We also do concerts. We do NFL. We do lots of things. We're going to do F1 go-karting. But, and that was the problem that I had with the club last year, that it just felt that no one cared about the actual footballing side and having success on the pitch. Yeah. But and at yeah, the end of the day, it falls down to the manager. And your manager's come in, has come and in. he's changed things, and he he's, done, he's changed the culture. Ten Hag isn't. How long... Does he have? He's got two games coming up now over the Christmas period, right? Boxing Day, Aston Villa at home. That's a tough game. Well, I'm telling you this, Robbie. Then he goes away next week, um, Saturday, just before New Year's, um, to Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest away. And we know that a lot of managers lose their job just before the transfer window Mm -hmm. opens up. When the owners look on it and think, do we really want to give... I mean, if you're the owner of Man United, you're thinking, boy, I gave him Anthony. Yep. I gave him a nana. I gave him all these players, it's not right? For lack of Am fun. I going to give him more money in January? I mean, how long's he got, Nicky? There's only one sack coming at Christmas at Manchester this Christmas, and that's 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 for Terry Ten Hag. If they do get rid of him, who do they replace him with? I mean, there's rumours abounding that Graham Potter is being lined up. Now, if that is true, I'm sorry. But they, but they need to. I don't, I don't think Graham Potter's a bad I, I, manager. No, I don't. No, I don't I, I, yeah, you're right. He, it's not he was very a bad highly regarded manager, before going to Chelsea. You can't tar him with the with the Chelsea brush. No, Chelsea are in also true, another what, terrible. What I would position. say is with Graham Potter, I always felt even when he rocked up at Chelsea, certain jobs like the him. Arsenal job, they require a certain gravitas, and if you don't have that, I think you're going to struggle. And I think Graham Potter, especially after what happened to Chelsea. I can't see it working at Man United if that is the designated. But then, if they person. sack Eric Ten Hag, that's that's the question you have to ask: Who is out there? Who comes in? Yeah. They have to find someone. That is would the you that, want Graham Potter but, if he was a Man United. Not a Manchester United, but I would have taken him at Tottenham. Mm. I definitely would have taken him at Tottenham. But they just they need to find. Someone. They're a big <coughs> enough club to be be able to pull yeah. any manager. Well, but they just, have to identify him. If he's a free, you know, a free agent like Potter. Happy days. You, you but know what? You say that, but I'm, I take issue with that. You know, if you are, say you're. I mean, I know it was not going to happen. A lot of people. Javi Alonso seems to be the in thing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Say, put aside the Liverpool connection. 
young, bright manager, highly thought of. If somebody was to go to him now and say, do you want the Man United job? I think he'd turn it down. It's not the right thing. I think he'd be chucking enough money so at them, I think. You know. Uh, I don't know who I don't know honestly who they would get in. I, I can't think. I, I mean, I have the same with ours. That people ask me, who would you get? It's not my job to to think about who they're going to get. That's not my my problem. Mm. That's their problem. Well, Ameli says Old Trafford roof is leaking. Ronaldo said that the Caf and gym is old and dated. They spent ninety million pounds on a twenty-five million pound value player. United club is poorly managed, and I think um you, you, you we all saying that. Pavan says West Ham are massive. Biggest club in London, facts. <coughs> and then he throws in some irons there. I think me and Abby will, and Laurie will take that, exception yeah. to that. Um, but um, it was a fantastic win for for West Ham. And, um, you know, um, you go above United now, up into uh, sixth. Sixth place, yeah. yeah. Sixth place. Can't complain about that. that Jared was... Bowen says they want to get sixth minimum. So he's setting his height. I think tight. that's going to be tough that'd be, that'd be tough to sustain there we're going to lose Kudus in January of course um, but we need to be starting to, to, to sort of plan the next stage if we're going to progress as I said we need to start you know thinking about that and uh, listen David Moyes for all his faults has got uh, a fantastic uh, ability to <coughs> I, I call it yes he tame the beast they've got Jaden Sancho there that's sitting on the uh, you know in the in the in the mud at Man United he's not he's not doing anything could that be a Kudus replacement for West Ham. I'd love him to come well, to alone, West Ham. Like alone. Yeah, like a loan till, you know, to the end of the season. He's not going to be playing any football. There's talks about him even releasing his, his contract. He's on something like £300,000 a week. But be warned though, because I, I have read that Jaden Sancho was beginning to be a problem at Dortmund, which is one of the reasons I'm keen to let him go. Yeah, yeah. You've seen what he's done at Man United. Well, if you take with him David, on, but if you take David Moyes countenance, you've got to humble him. If a you take bit. him on loan, you know what I mean. And if you, you know, some sometimes you see some problem players go to other clubs and do really, really well. So we'll have to wait and see. Of course, the big game yesterday. Um, I was at the game. Um, it was uh, Liverpool versus Arsenal. It was. Uh, I thought it was a great game. Uh, Jurgen Klopp before the game. Um, during the week, asked for the atmosphere at Anfield to be loud, to be raucous, and he got his wish. It was loud. It was raucous. They were really up for it. Um, Anfield under the lights is always a very difficult place to go to. And I thought it was a great game. I thought Arsenal started the game brilliantly, got the early goal, but apart from the early goal, were playing brilliantly. I thought, bopping the ball around the midfield and looking really dangerous and maybe should have scored again. Had um, chances, but then a moment of brilliance by Mo Salah. Um, pretty poor defending, I thought, by Zinchenko. And a moment of brilliance by Salah. You, you were there. That's right? all you got. So, oh, let me finish, right? And then he scores that goal. Absolutely um, brilliant goal. Then they sort of come back on top. Then Arsenal got back on top. Then the second half comes. I thought, you know, Liverpool, they changed. They What they did is they were really intense. Really didn't give us any time. And then they sort of came back into it. But then the last sort of 10, 15 minutes, I thought when we made those substitutions of Trossard and Eddie and Ketcher, we came back into it. It could have went either way yeah, the game. Yeah, it was a good game. And um, I think 1-1 was a fair result. And I think probably a better result for us because we finished the league, um, finished Christmas top of the league. So a, a really difficult place to go to. But what did you guys make of the game? Are you just going to just ask No, me? I was just saying with the goal, we did the watch along. Uh, on AFT. Which goal are you on about? Uh, Liverpool's, Liverpool's goal. goal. So we were speculating the goal, the Trent's long ball, diagonal ball that seemed to go over. Well, it did go over Zinchenko's head. Do you think he could have attacked that? Or do you, do you think know it what? Was such At, a perfectly. I came out of the game and I was like, he lost the flight of the ball. Should have got that. But then I went home last night and I watched it back and I was like, hey, hold on, man, that's a brilliant pass, man. I'm not too sure if he did. But where I, where I kind of criticise him is what he did afterwards. Yeah. It was a very feeble attempt. It was. It was. I know Salah's so quick, he's difficult. You know in the box if you touch him, he's going over, right? So I get all that, but I still think he should get your body more around and he just sort of hanged a leg, didn't he? Plus, you know what he's going to do. It's yeah, and if you get him cutting in on that, left, on that foot, left foot, and it was a brilliant finish, man. And then... You know, it, it was a, you know, I mean, this was a great game. We we offered a lot. They offered a lot. You know, I mean, um, I, I thought that we dominated the midfield. I thought they, what they did is when Trent, Trent in particular, I thought, I thought had a really good game. 
he'd get on the ball in the middle and he'd be just spraying out these passes diagonal. Mm. But they didn't try they didn't try to play through the midfield because I think they knew he were too good there. And again, your guy, um, Declan Rice. I'll take my apologies, sir, in the next couple of days, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, you should re-invoice him because what they paid. They we owe you more money. We owe you more money. He was outstanding again, you know what I mean? Uh, I thought he was outstanding. Some of the outstanding players in the game on both sides, I thought, for Arsenal, Declan Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, I thought, brilliant. I'm on, st- on, on the Liverpool side, Canate. Yeah, I, 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 I said after the game, right, I said... We keep talking about England's chances for the Euros, France, but France, they've got Canate and Saliba. Yeah. And they don't even always play. And that's a, the two, the two guys I saw so there, I'm like... So many good centre-backs. Yeah, I was like, they're both brilliant. Like, at Canate, I thought Joe Gomez played well for them and Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know. Salah was actually quiet in the game. We kept I, him quiet I, apart I from like that Salah, moment. I actually feel, I know he was, he was good against you during the week, but I feel like the last couple of Premier League games I've watched Salah, he hasn't actually been like the Salah that we're so used to But he's to so seeing. good. But it just takes a, chance, a moment. Yeah, give him a chance. Probably if we're game. playing someone else yesterday, he'd probably win the game because yeah. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have done what he did. I mean, the other player, you make a little error, you get away with it, but you don't get away with it with Liverpool. I need, I need to ask you about the, the penalty shout. Odegaard because I think there's lots of people that probably think that should have been a penalty um, he definitely handled the ball inside the box he, he thought it was NBA um, but it wasn't it wasn't given three points <laughs> yeah it, literally it wasn't it wasn't given yeah um, if that was the other way round let's say that, that had been on our like on Arsenal would you feel aggrieved that that wasn't I would have feel I would if it was the other way round I would have felt aggrieved I was in I was right behind the goal when it happened mm. um and I have to say, even at the time, watching it in real time, I'm like, hey, we got a problem here, man. Mm. That looks like a handball. Uh, Cecil, me and Cecil did. I got Cecil, I go, hey, look, this might go VAR, you know? Because I go, I I go all the guy touched it. No, right? I, I thought it was a penalty as well. I thought it was Stonewall. I you know what, yeah, though? I thought it was Stonewall. You know what? This is, this, is what I, this is why I think it wasn't given, yeah? I would be aggrieved if it was me, right? When I came out of the game, I say we did a show earlier. When I came out of the game, at least ten scousers came up to me with their phones. <laughs> Robbie lad, look at this, including Doyle. Who, by the way, Doyle's like, <laughs> Doyle was very aggrieved oh, about I can it. Imagine. Very aggrieved, right? But they came up to me with their phones and they're showing me it, right? There's one guy who showed me it, and he showed me two angles. So there's one angle, the first angle, you're like, bloody oh, amble. You see, like it's but when you look for it from the other angle, it looks like Odegaard is sort of falling over, right? And he tr- goes to break his fall, then his hand touches the ball. And under the new rules, if you're breaking your fall and you're dropping to the... It's not a penalty. So I, I feel that because of that, I, I feel that if he would have given it, the referee on field, they would have said, yeah, just yeah. stick with it. But because he didn't give it, there's enough doubt in there for them to say, actually... Don't give it. So I, I think that's what happened. But certainly, we definitely got away but with it. But uh, then was it a penalty on Havertz as well? I, I, I thought, I, 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 thought I was right behind that one as well. And I thought that was a penalty because Trent Alexander didn't get the ball. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so push. He, he pushes him out of the way with his elbow. As he's going through on goal. I mean, when I saw it initially, I thought it's a bit innocuous. Maybe there's not enough contact to make him go over in that way. But when you watch it again, watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll agree that that's a penalty. No, I, I, no, I, 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 I do agree. I, this is, but this is the problem, isn't it? We're sitting here. You got, you got a clear, you got a clear system. There's a clear system in place, and you're sitting <coughs> here and you feel, well, this is why I think this, and this is why I think that, and this is where I think they're coming. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a clear set of rules and a clear consistency. And that's it. Like, no, to be fair, some of some of those decisions are subjective, don't they? But, like, that's, but, but that's the yeah, problem. This is what we argue about yeah. every week. It shouldn't be subjective. It shouldn't be subjective. The whole yeah. point of VAR is to not be subjective. No, but how do you make a hard and fast rule about? Well, the, say the a, a, a rule is a rule. So let's say if there's a significant push in the box and the, the player who's offending didn't get the ball, then that's mm. a pen. If someone touches the ball with their hand in the in the box then it's a pen. But again, we always have these little loopholes that seem to go around one week, something's given. I guarantee you something mm, will be given, yeah. you know, in these Boxing Day fixtures uh, along this week. Um, well, listen, we... Th- that's happened in the box. Some, something will be given for a push on the back in the box. Something will be given for a handball where he's falling. And again, we'll be sitting here next week talking about... So we've thing. had a couple of those go against us, right? So I'll take it, at, but... At Liverpool, they did not give Yeah, I, I would say, you could say we get away with one, but then 
<laughs> Lee made me laugh last night outside the game because, as I said, he just had loads of Liverpool fans walking around <laughs> with phones. Look at this, right? And, and Lee goes to one guy, goes, how comes you ain't showing me the adverts one? None of you ain't got the adverts one. <laughs> and the guy goes, couldn't find that one, lad, and started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, I thought, you know, I thought... 1-1 was a fair result. And I, I, I think it was a big point for Arsenal. I think as well for Arsenal, what, where I thought it was quite significant for us, not just the fact that we're top of the table for Christmas, but the fact that we showed that we can go to somewhere like Liverpool, play like that. And get points as well. You know, played well. I like, hope Cecil ain't got that T-shirt printing machine. Oh, Cecil, he's <laughs> had it on his story again. Like no, 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 don't worry. We've banned that T-shirt, man. That T-shirt has been banned forever. I'm starting to believe in Arsenal. I mm. really am. I, I really am starting to... Because that is a massive point at Anfield because I, they, they, their record there is formidable. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, and that's a game in the past that maybe you go there and you lose 2-1 and he sort of starts to think... Oh, and I, Listen, I always thought Arsenal would be close this season. I didn't think they was going to fall off. But you've got characters in there now. Yeah. You've got character in there. And I think, right, and I'm not going to just blow my own trumpet, and I've been telling you this, I think my boy might lead you to the title. He's because he's, when going gets tough, I think he's the type of character. And they've got, you've got them type of characters. As long as Saliba and, and players like that stay fit, yeah. you've got the characters now that are going to stand up and say, right, this is where we've got to be counted. A point at Anfield is nothing to be sniffed at. Especially be sniffed at. just before Christmas. When they know, remember, it's a game where they know if they win, they go they top. They go top, yeah. Especially after Klopp was like, right, guys, come on, let's... And they responded. And I think what really, you know, I was so happy about was that despite that, Arsenal just went out there for the first half an hour and dominated the game. Like, the way they played was some of the best football we've played for a while. tell you what else was impressive, just very quickly, on Devlin <coughs> Rice. I thought he was amazing. Um, don't forget, he got booked in about the 40-off minute. Yeah. So he had to go the rest of that game playing in that position, mm. DM, helping out <laughs> the defenders and all that, knowing that if you miss time just one tackle, there's a high possibility you can get <laughs> it's it's high, up against it's five players. Game, isn't it? and, yeah. and, and at times, Liverpool hand us under pressure. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that time he's up against five yeah, players rushing yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player, man. Um, let's yeah, yeah. do some super chats here. GP says, um, I get a feeling he's a United fan. He's not too happy with proceedings at the moment because he says GP says Arsenal have not won the Premier League since the PS2 era and Spurs since Pac-Man <laughs> I mean um, they Tony's... haven't won it since the Xbox 360 <laughs> era <so. laughs> Tony says uh, Robbie the next time you see AGT I saw him last night after the game he said tell him two things Liverpool's the only team winless against the big six teams and two Anfield's pitch staff are a disgrace um <laughs> Players were like Bambi on ice. So many players were slipping yeah. over. There is a rumour they, they overwatered it. But I don't know. Well, yeah. it, works with, it works with both sides. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no consistency Carl Bates, against Arsenal. Uh, Carl Bates says the United uh, need to bail out Paratici and make him buy players. Um, Edu <laughs> bought Arteta, Martinelli, Saliba and Gabriel. Just look at the Spurs squad's change. Uh, Vicious says uh, the other way round and uh, Criteta would moan for weeks if it true. had been the other way around. I'm sure he would have moaned. I'm sure he would have moaned. Um, but we've had a load of those go against us. We had one, two go against us at Villa. We had the, the big one go against us at Newcastle, both games that we, you know, ended up losing. Omar says um, he didn't slip. Mo forced him to lose his balance. That's what he said. Like, Come on. Right. Um, London No Man says, aren't there any rules about how much you can water a pitch? A lot of people are getting onto this pitch watering stuff. Liverpool deliberately watering it more to slow down the passes and players were slipping. So slow down? I always Quick thought it, it, yeah, always thought it makes it, makes it slicker, it, makes it yeah. quicker. Um, Ibi says, uh, give this £2 to Nicky. Cheers, mate. Um, thank you for Declan Rice, he says. <laughs> oh, you get £2 yeah, now. I, I want another 500,000 too. <laughs> thank you. Woodsy says... Um, Admit you got a good point. Um, you didn't deserve Xmas truth, he says. No, we did deserve. If a you point. look at the stats, it does even bear out what you say. We did deserve a point. It was definitely fair. Yeah, it was yeah. a fair result. Look at the stats, and you'll see what we're talking yeah. about. Vishesh says, Abby smiling, watching everyone else overrate Declan Rice. I, um, I actually don't think he's overrated at all. I think he's underrated. Oh, okay. Um, and D so do I, by the way. D Ricky says, uh, Arsenal vis. Paul Vat, Villa who are mm -hmm. more scared of Spurs winning the league and stopping the four-peat um, than those <laughs> MFers uh, when they get their players back. 
And he's bloody good. Top, right, I think he's a City fan. He's good. Um, yeah, right. You're not worried about Liverpool and Arsenal. Okay. But mm-hmm. having said that, Tottenham, they are only four points despite the defeats they've had, the tough times they've had. They're so four points good, off the top of the league. Um, Richarlison scoring again. And yeah, that was a, a, another impressive uh, win over Everton, even though Everton came back into the game. It had a goal disallowed by yeah, Calvert-Lewin. They um, they'll feel very aggrieved by that because it was one of those ones where they pulled it back in the build-up. Um, they, I, they I, I never really it, liked to see those ones. They didn't know? pull it far back. They pulled it back just literally the move before the goal. It wasn't like down the other end of the pitch. It was the next move that led to the goal. So I, I said was to you... Was it a big enough foul I said to, to you before, before we started filming, I, I, think, I think it is soft. I do think it's soft. And I think if it was the other way around, I, I would also be pissed off about it. However, if that's... You see it given every single week. You know when people are in the corner and then like the liner puts the flag up and stuff like that? It's given every single week in mm. every single game. So I do, I do see that side of it, but it's soft. But then again, the game is a bit like that now. So I'm not surprised they did it, but I <coughs> can understand that it's a little bit soft. Um, and I think with Spurs, again, they were absolutely cruising. And then Everton are a good team. You know, the table is lying, in fact, in their case, because if it hadn't been for the 10-point the deduction, I think they'd be eighth or something. Tenth, I think. Maybe, there, maybe yeah. tenth now. I think it was more than that. But I think they would have been seventh at one point. Yeah, they, yeah. They, you know, they've been doing really well. Um, and they're definitely, they're, it's the best season they've had for God knows how many years. So you've got to give them respect for that and what Sean Dyche is doing. Um, but again, it was very typical Spurs, like, you know, in control and then just decide, you know, we, we fancy just letting you come on to us. <laughs> and playing high line for life and I think we've got so, we have got so many injuries and now I sound like a broken record but again Romero went off second half yesterday um, I think it was just a niggle I don't think it's anything serious but again hamstring um, obviously missing Basuma through suspension Udogi through suspension um, so look some of the, the, the things that we're missing is down to our well, no, fault, if you're missing but through suspension that's their fault. No, absolutely. And, I, so, you know, with yeah. Basuma, he's an idiot. You know, he's, yeah. he's already missed three games for us. He's now missing another four. Then whatever comes for AFCON. Um, but again, like for, for Spurs to have kind of gone, and we still are going through this little trench situation with, with 10 first team players out. But if we can stay in and around, you know, that top four area until we get everyone back, which in fairness, because of, because of the injuries and because of AFCON and Asia Cup, we probably won't have a full strength team until end of Feb, March. But if we can stay in and around that. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm not saying we're going to win the league at all, but that's a pretty good season. You know, I know, to be four uh, points off top by Christmas. I mean, uh, our our yeah, expectation well, was absolutely yeah. not that. We were hoping for maybe a top six finish, top eight, you know, back off the back of last season yeah. and Angie's first season. So he is working wonders. I just can't wait to have everyone back fit again. It's, it, I, I said this uh, on, the, on the build up to, to the West Ham Tottenham game. I, I, I like the approach. I like the approach from Ange because he sticks with it. Listen, is it a bit naive at times? Yeah, it is. But what he's got doing is he's got positivity flowing through Tottenham. You know, he's got he's got what Man United ain't got, isn't he? He's exactly. got a belief. He's got, he's a, got he's, a style of play. You and know the back I mean? you, everybody knows what Tottenham are going to do. Everyone knows how they're going to play. All the players are on board. All the fans are on board. That's why you know the amazing thing this season has been Tottenham have had games where they've got beat. And but, but the fans come out. You know, I speak to yeah. I speak to Abby. I speak to like Max and the guys like yeah. that, right? And they'll be like, "Oh, I'm happy." Yeah, I'm like, "You the, lost." They're the, like, "No, the, but the Robbie, game, you don't understand." The West Ham game playing. was was really frustrating because I didn't feel like you deserved to win that game. I thought, well, probably I think a draw would have been fine because of how poor we were the second half. But the first half, we should have it should have been well away and done, and we just gifted you two goals. So like games like that, yeah, do you got to learn from me. that. It's no, early 100%. days, yeah. But games like that annoy me because it's like, well. I, the, the Wolves game can fully take that loss and hold it. The Chelsea game annoys me because it was our own fault. You mm, know, yeah. our own fault for that. West Ham, our own fault. Villa, again, didn't take our chances. We're by far the better team on the day. So there's there's things that you have to learn and yeah. make sure that you don't repeat them. There's a comment here from um, Jacob Tete, right? Which I, I, I was going to ask you this as well in, in one of the comments. He says, Spurs get tired after 30 minutes. Any team who keeps a clean sheet for the first 30 minutes win against Spurs any day. Is it with Spurs? They start off games like an absolute mm. train. And you know what? Funny enough, we were doing this last year and we run out of steam towards the end of the season. Is that the only worry? Because what, what especially at your place, you start off games like an absolute train. But it seems like nearly every game you seem to start running out of steam and then teams come well, back I w- into I games. I would say again, like if you look at the first... That 10 was what happened in the Villa game. But if you look instance. at the first 10 games of the season where you have your... your 
starting eleven as it would be, minus probably Benson Cole because he will he will start. We weren't we weren't losing games like that, you know. And then since the Chelsea game, obviously we haven't had a setback for. We had Romero out for three games, a doggy missed games. Um, we were playing with four, with four fullbacks at one point. In the midfield, we've had to bring Hoiberg in, skip in, you know, p- these players that will be fringe and probably be leaving. So again, it's, I don't, I'm not basing it too much on that because I think when everyone's fully fit, we had absolutely no defensive problems whatsoever when it was... No, but it's not... Listen, you, not you're talking about defense. being tired. I'm just talking about the style of play. They it's give so preserved, much... Yeah, they do. so much intensity do, but at I'm the start that, of the game. I'm saying that the, the players that we've had for the start of the season who are built for the system weren't getting tired. They were absolutely fine. We were winning games, no problem. No, but even when they were in, you were conceding goals. So, like, teams but, 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 were getting back into games. But we're conceding the odd goal. We're not conceding four goals a game, five goals a game. We're conceding the odd goal here and there. Point which, of me, when really, you said that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> four or five goals a game. <laughs> you know, it's true. When you concede, you concede a lot. We're not conceding goals like that. And I feel that the players that are coming in and having to play in the system aren't up to the level. So I think they are getting tired quicker. The likes of Hoiberg, the likes of Skip. Hoiberg's job isn't, he, he's not the type of player you want running around. He likes to stay in that position. And I think, and he'll probably be one that does go, whether it's in January because of the injuries or not, but he'll definitely go in the summer. And the same with Skip. So they are tired because that's not, that's not their natural game that they have to play. They're, they're not high pressing players. But when it is that starting 11, they weren't tired. We were winning games very comfortably and it wasn't this where, you know, after half an hour we're dropping, but not dropping back because we never do, but, you know, inviting inviting teams onto mm. us a little bit more. Mm. We weren't seeing that. But I think that while we're still having to kind of plug holes, and it depends really what we do in January. I think we're actually linked with players for the first time in years in January. We're usually never linked to anyone. Been linked to loads of, loads of centre-backs. Conor Gallagher is a name that also keeps coming up. Um... And I really hope that we do do something because I think that when you look at the squad depth and how much we've had to utilise it because of the injury, it's not good enough. Um, And I just don't know if we can just rely on getting everyone back come March time and then having that final push. I still think we need more during that period where Son's away, Basuma's away, Saar's away, and we're still missing Madison, Van Der Ven, et cetera. Mm. Um, and we don't know what other injuries we could pick up during that time. So I still think January's huge for Spurs. Okay, huge. guys, don't forget, um, fair play the app. Get involved with that right now. As I said, right at the start of the show, if you want to run a bet, um, I bet you that Arsenal finish higher than Spurs. No, she don't want it. Oh, right. <laughs> if you want to run any of them bets anyway, I'm only joking with her, right? If you want to run any of those bets, you use the app. Download it right now. Also, there's um, uh, a barcode. You can just scan that, right? And you can get all the details of that. Use the promo code OVER. And if there are over 10 goals in the first half of the games this week, you will get yourself a free £5 bet. And I'm sure that's going to happen I think there'll be a lot of goals. Arsenal playing West Ham this week, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Away. Users need to be 18 plus, be gamble aware, scan the QR code right now. Um, Some other games um, that took place. Um, Newcastle losing to Luton. That did not surprise me at all. Do we need to start asking some questions about Eddie L? They've dropped now to seventh, right? Um, That's seven losses in um, the Premier League this season. They went out of Europe, very tough group, but didn't even get Europa. He's going through a bit of a tough time at the moment. Um, losing away at Luton for a team like Newcastle. I know it's a di- I was there, difficult place to go to, but still, not that, a great result. That was result. always going to be a difficult game for Newcastle. Coming off some poor results, got a load of injuries, and Luton, as you said, difficult place to go. Even though a load of injuries, they had a lot of players back yesterday. Isak was playing. Wilson, you know what I mean? Okay, but they've, you know, they've had their fair share of injuries, as I've had a lot of teams, but um, I knew that that was going to be a difficult game because you factor in what happened to Luton's captain last week, Tom Lockyer. So this would have been the first game after that. You saw the way the fans were, the whole atmosphere Mm. was, uh, and the manager said that he'd spoken to the players and said, let's do this for Tom. And so I was not surprised in the slightest. Yeah, but it's not, I mean, I'm not saying yet, I think it'd be very unfair to, to, you know, he has had a lot of injuries, but we all know how this thing goes. The Saudi owners are not going to be looking and liking seventh place in the league right now. I mean, there's still, listen, we're only halfway through the season, but he's got to start picking up some results, hasn't he? He has, and and it all depends on what the the Saudi owners and and, and the way they, they see what's going on there. I mean... Look, I think in the in the terms of the project, I think they was way ahead of the curve last year. You know, from going from when they taken over, I didn't even think they had a win. 
I don't even think they had a point, did they? they, didn't they? I think they were bottom. When he yeah, they, they was rock bottom. He took over. Listen, second <coughs> season when when you know when when you've got a, a full set, second season is always difficult. And they've had their their you know their fair share of bad like the Tonali stuff and mm. you know stuff like that is is you know that's not great and it doesn't sort of bode well for the club because it doesn't look like they've done their due diligence on players and but. It all, it all comes down. Are, are these owners someone that's going to believe and, and let him, you know, make mistakes and learn from their mistakes? Or are they going to be these, uh, like the Chelsea model, where him out, next mm. one in, you know? Uh, so this this is telling. This is yeah, telling. You need some wins very fast. Uh, your your uh, ex, um, ex-manager, I'm talking about, My not ex, right? Your ex-manager, Nuno Espirito Santo, made yes. his debut... Uh, yesterday, um, another defeat for Nottingham Forest at home, losing 3-2 to Bournemouth, a hat-trick for Dominic Solanke. He's on fire at the moment. I would have really liked to ask Matisse, yet again, um, Nicholas Jackson Solanke. I mean, Solanke, a guy who came through um, the system at Chelsea, they got rid of. He's, he's doing brilliantly he's at the moment. He's been linked with Arsenal. Um, has been linked, although um, I've heard where they, that's been you know, refuted. But in that game, Nottingham Forest, right? I don't know. I think I saw the most scandalous <laughs> decision of the weekend. And I think Nuno Espirito Santo can be really count himself unlucky with this game because they went down to 10 men, Forest. Was it Willy Bolly? Mm. Mm. A second yellow card. He won the ball. Well, he now, was the one who got trotted on as well. Yeah, and, and the problem with this is, is that VAR don't look at things like this. So they just have to go with what the referee did. It's an obvious, obvious mistake. Is this going to... Do they need a rule change maybe with the VAR to look at things like this? Because it was a... I mean, that's lost in the game, hasn't it? I think what they're saying is they, they wouldn't review it because it's for... E, it was a second yellow, yellow card. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the rules. Yeah. They don't review yeah, those. Right. But maybe they... Because it, it was scandalous. But we've always had this sort of fit, haven't we? But even when it comes to, like, before VAR and stuff, you couldn't... Do you remember you couldn't... Dis- I don't know whether this changed, but you couldn't dispute a second yellow card. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you've got a red and a suspension, yeah, true, you couldn't true. dispute it, but you could dispute a red. There's always been holes in the system. Mm. I think that... I, I, listen, I'm not going to turn around and say we need more VAR. I'm not going to do that because... Look, referees make mistakes. They're human. They're, it's human error. Look, it's ridiculous. It looks ridiculous on the face of things. But I'm not going to turn around and go get VAR involved because they can't even run that. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I, I think, listen, just make the... Everyone's going to get one, you know? Mm. Liverpool feel like they've got one. They, they, uh, now, Forest feel like they've got one. Just let the referees referee the game. Mm. I think there needs to be less VAR. They definitely don't need more. Okay. I've got to disagree. I, I'm in favour of VAR. I just think it's human... Error, like and you know, gross incompetence that's causing the problems. But if you've got the technology there, use it. I, th- I think that we should just stop pissing about with changing formats of teams. You know, for example, like Champions League and this stupid Super League stuff. Stop pissing about with that and actually focus on making the game itself better. And I think if you're going to use VAR, then use all of VAR. We can't just pick and choose what parts of it we want to use. I think the, for example, the 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 ball when it goes out. You know, in your game against Newcastle, mm. we've seen that work in, in World Cups. Why do we not have it? Um, you know, automatic offsides. Why do we not have it? Um, and again, things like that. I mean, why can't you review a second yellow? Why can't you? Yeah. Why can't mm. you do that? So I think if you're going to have VAR, I'm absolutely <coughs> for it, but have the whole thing, not just pick and choose the parts of it. And that's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work because you've still got too much human, um, mm. too much human error interference, and interference yeah. at stake. Yeah, massive win for Burnley yesterday. Going to Fulham, we've been on fire by the way at home. They beat. You know, be your guys yeah, five yeah. Nil, right? Yeah, you know I mean, they're two five nils back to back, and then they go and lose at home to Burnley two nil, and that was a crazy game because it was all Fulham, and then two great goals by Burnley, um, and that's a massive result for Burnley. And the other big surprise was on Friday night, um, was Sheffield United drawing at Aston Villa, and really very unlucky not to take all three points. Um, Villa with a goal in the, I think it was a 97th minute. I think Villa are finding out now that everybody's treating them in a different way, of course, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Because uh, Sheffield United came, they did that old school low block and then last 15 minutes they just went for it and, and they played really well Sheffield United and it's making it really interesting at the bottom now because at the weekend now all those teams have had positive results. You would have thought Sheffield United were going to lose. They got a point. They're on nine points. 
Burnley, the big win for them, they go on to 11. Luton, um, with their win, they moved up to 12. But the big losers are Forest now. Only two points off the drop zone. And Everton still not far from it. 16 no, points. You see, all right. What do you guys make of that appointment, by the way, of Nuno at, well, at uh, Forest? I was slightly surprised, I must say. It's a bit bizarre. What you know that, <laughs> I would have kept, kept Steve Cooper. I think it's a good appointment. I think Nuno Why? Spirito Santo. Because when he was, you know, obviously uh, at Spurs, Wolves, he did not... Wolves. Like when he was yeah, at when Wolves, he was at Wolves, he was excellent. Yeah. When he, was, he didn't suit... It's a bit like when Emery came to Arsenal. He didn't suit Arsenal. When Nuno Espirito Santo went to Tottenham, he didn't suit Tottenham. Tottenham want play. What do you to think play. he'll suit? Forrest? I think he'll suit Forest. I really do. I think he'll suit Forest. Mm -hmm. Steve Cooper, it's this season he's been his record's been horrendous. I know he bought them up and stuff like that, but and I, I don't think Nuno's a better manager than Steve Cooper. I, I think don't. He's, he's, I think it's chaotic. Listen, at he, he, he bought up Wolves. Yeah. You're comparing the two rec records, right, of him and Steve Cooper. I'd say he is a better manager. If you look at their records, he bought Wolves up. He then had Wolves playing brilliantly in the Premier League. Wolves were uh, not a team ever threatened with relegation or nothing like that. Then he started to have a bad time. Or, um, well, actually, not a bad time. He was still sustaining Wolves well. Then he got the big move to Tottenham. It didn't work out for him. We got, he then was I, sacked by Wolves. Huh? He got sacked by Wolves. I think the knock on him as well is that the football that he plays is Yeah, not but then the he went to... Yeah. I think he went to Qatar. He, he, no, he went to Saudi Arabia. He won the league. It's, it's not the... Wow. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> use that as an athlete. <laughs> he still wow. won the league. The well, Saudi... won the Saudi league. Wow. It's a trophy. It's, oh, come on. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like... I feel like you comparing both of them just then. They're, they're quite similar, I guess, in their journeys. Because again, Steve Cooper bought Forrest up. They were bottom of the championship when he took over. This is only this is only their second season, Forest. Spent a lot it's, of money. It's for chaos, it. chaos this is there. It's only their second it's season in the Premier League. I know it is chaos. So I, know I, know it is chaos. I looked at Forest. Forest come to West Ham, right? And I looked at Forest. They bought on sub. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, when they buy him? Yeah, right. they got a lot of players. I, and I think the manager might have even. I think he might look in the room one day and go, "Well, Jesus Christ, I didn't know." But they have spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of players. They and have. On, and on, yeah, a lot of money on a lot of players. But I think that both of them. I think they're pretty evenly matched. I don't think Nuno is a better coach than Steve Cooper. I think they're probably quite similar. Tactically, he is quite um, respected in the game. Apparently, Steve Cooper. No, um, Nuno. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I didn't see anything at, mm. at Tottenham. There's a lot of rumours linking um, Steve Cooper with Palace. Yeah, could see you know, that. Yeah, even yeah, the names. Even the names. He will get work. Yeah, he'll get work. He's a decent enough manager. I just, I'm surprised with Nuno. I, and Nicky's right. He had a lot um, going against him. Chaotic. The way yeah, he's chaotic. chaotic. Just to get through um, some of these super chats. Um, oh, where was I? Where was I? Yeah, KB says that's right, Robbie. Don Robbie recognised four straight defeats, and yet we're still in the hunt. What United? <laughs> Um, we'll have something to say where the title goes. Mate, in the hunt for relegation, mate. <laughs> Sadiq says, big up Luton. They made um, Newcastle cry. Rice, baby, he says. Darren Walker says, happy Christmas to everyone at DR Sports, especially Abby. She's my favourite, even though she's a Spurs fan. And uh, Jikor says, uh, don't worry, Nikki, you've got Corney to replace Kudos and Ben Rama during AFCON. No, Corne's going, oh, going to the AFCON as, as well. well. <laughs> He's from the Ivory Coast. <laughs> <laughs> He's hardly figured, has he, Corne? Hardly figured. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> that player you bought from yeah, Burnley that time. I don't know. All right, listen, um, let's quickly run through some of the games that are coming up and get predictions. There's a game happening straight after the show today. That's why we haven't got Matisse today. Um, Chelsea um, playing today. Chelsea taking on Wolves. That Wolves, right? At Wolves, predictions. I can't remember what I predicted the other day. I definitely would have said a Wolves win. You did go a Wolves win. I definitely win. went with a Wolves win, but I can't, I can't think of what I actually did say. But I'll just go 2-1 one, Wolves. 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I'm going for a draw as well. I think uh, that'll be a draw. Yeah. I was going to go 2-1 Chelsea, but I think I'm going to go with Abbey, man, and go 2-1 Wolves. I don't know, Chelsea, they're all over what the place. What a nice man. Christmas present that would be. That would be. Oh, that would be gorgeous. <laughs> right, Boxing Day, Newcastle versus Nottingham Forest. Newcastle. Tough game for Nuno, man. Yeah, I've got to say Newcastle. Newcastle are at home are still yeah. quite a formidable Yeah, yeah, side. they still haven't lost at home. Yeah. Where, do you, where are you going? Hmm? 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Yeah, 2-0? Mm, I'll go 3-1 I'll go Newcastle. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. You know, I'm going to go 2-1. Nuno organises teams, but I still think Newcastle will get the job done. 2-1. Bournemouth versus Fulham. 
Oh, fire at the moment, Bournemouth. Fulham are weird. Bournemouth are at home, right? Yeah. Fulham are a proper weird team. Yeah. Like, yeah. just Trust go on me. a run, score like 10 goals in a week, and then just like get battered after that. They're so weird. Um, I feel like it's going to be like another like 3 2, like high scoring game. I'm to like, who? I'm going to, do you know what? I'm going to back Fulham because they are just weird. I'm going to go 3 2 Fulham. I agree with you. It's going to be a high scoring game, but I'm going for Bournemouth. They have team in form at the moment. Solanke scoring goals. I'm going to go for 2 2. 2 2. What did you go? 3 2. Bournemouth. I'm going 2 0 Bournemouth. I think they're, they're a good side at the moment. I'm very confident. Sheffield United versus Luton. This is a big game, right? Huge bottom bottom. of the table clash. Sheffield United, great point. Would have been disappointing not to get all three points. Definitely a different team at the moment under Wilder. Um, I'm going to back Luton, man. Luton? Yeah, I'm going to back Luton. I like Luton. Luton are mm. doing some bits at the minute. 1 uh, 0 Luton. I'm going 1 0 draw. I think it'll be a hard-fought game, nip and tuck, I think, one all. I'm going to go draw as well. What? I'll go 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to go... No, I think Sheffield United, man. I was impressed with them the other day. Mm. They defended brilliantly. I think Luton are good at home. On the road, I'm not too sure. No, the trouble with that game is because Sheffield United are at home, they'll be the one that expected to take the game to Luton. Yeah, yeah but I think Wilder... Suit Luton, I think. Yeah, I think 2-0 I think Sheffield United. Uh, Burnley versus Liverpool. Burnley just got a really good win at Fulham, 2-0. Liverpool ain't been as good on the road. Yeah, Although they have only lost one game this season. Ultimately, they'll have too much quality. I'm going for Liverpool. Burnley 1, Liverpool 3. 4-0 Liverpool. 2-0 <laughs> Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. I'll go. I think Burnley get one goal. Manchester United versus Aston Villa, Nicky. Getting deaf getting beat. Villa. 2-1. Villa. Three. Man United 1, Villa 3. I think I'm going to go the same as, same as Laurie. United has... They're a weird team though, isn't it? They are strange, yeah. I don't know where their goal, goals are yeah, going. You know what, at home though. No. There has to be, a, no, you know what, I'm going to go yeah, United. You say, honestly, games. you say at home, I was there for yeah. that Bayern game. They had to win that. It was silent. Yeah, true, it was absolutely yeah. dreadful. But they there. bopped Chelsea then. Yeah, yeah they Chelsea, did, but that's how bad Chelsea were. That's, that is yeah. not much about United, I promise you. United, listen, right? And plus, I want it, right? Because, <laughs> because I know, I knew it. I knew it was because you want it. I could see it in your face. I want it, but didn't I'm saying they're, they're, nah, you know they're not winning go, that. Villa ain't going to be no at, threat. At best, they get a draw. At I've best. Got, I've got to go with you guys, man. I think They're not winning that. But don't you think there's a... Nah, I think Villa that. might tonk them. It could be one of them where... They're, they're definitely, the they're definitely not winning They tonk them and his, his yeah. job could be... I think there might be a reaction. I'll go 1-1. One, one. There's no reaction. <laughs> there's literally no reaction. <laughs> Brentford versus Wolves. Mm. Oh... Brentford had no game at the Brentford weekend because oh, they were Brentford. supposed to play City, City. Uh, I'm going to go Brentford. Yeah, go 1-0 Brentford. I don't know, man. I, I, do you know what? I forgot Brentford existed, to be honest with <laughs> you. I know for, for uh, They didn't play at the weekend because they were supposed yeah, to play Yeah, I'll go 1-0. One 1-0 nil. One nil Brentford. I'll go for the Desmond tool. I'll go 1-0 Brentford as well. Um, at home, there's pretty. Even though they lost their last home game, but Gary Neal's quite a shrewd manager. Yeah, yeah it's decent. I, I think um, he'll, he'll get a result. Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. They, this, this is a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, this is an hard one. It's tough, isn't it? That's a tough. That's one. a tough one. Yeah. Like part of me thinks they probably would beat Palace. Palace are going to come and park the bus, you know, that Roy. And they hate a low block. And they don't like that. Yeah, oh, one don't. all. One all. I think one all as well. I was going to say the same, one all. One all? I'll go for Chelsea. Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah, I think they'll beat them 2-0. Two, 2-0. Two two nil. Two nil. Everton versus Man City. Man City's first game since being well, crowned as champions of the world. Everton at home. Been a bit iffy at home, Everton. City have been a bit, bit iffy in general. Um... But they need this, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. They need to win. City, like, they need to they win, need to win really, convincingly yeah. as well. Um, but is that Everton? Yeah. I'm just going to go 2-1 City. 2-1 City, you're going... I think I have to go 2-1 City as well. I'm going for a scrappy 1-0 win for City. Do you know what? I'm going to go for an... I'm going to go for a City destruction. 
because I think that they're gonna they've gone to the World Cup, they've got their mind off the Premier League where they've faltered a little bit. Now they're coming back to focus. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm gonna go for like a five nil. They did win that. City, yeah, I'm gonna go five nil. Five nil, that's bold, that's bold, Nicky. I'm going right. I'm bold. Brighton versus Tottenham. This should be a good game. Stop talking about injuries, man. You do. I literally, do you know what? Injuries. I genuinely don't think... Like I, Laurie says, some of these things are self-inflicted people yeah, they being are, out. But then they, they are. Brighton have had loads of injuries yeah, as well. Yeah, they have. That's, That's what I'm thinking. There's the so derby. many injuries. That's what I, I said. I said you meant it for both sides. Yeah. I don't believe you. I did. Um, <laughs> I think this could be a draw, you know. I tell you what, I'm just going to back Spurs. I'm going to back Spurs anyway. I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. 2-0. But there's a big part of me I that think, thinks that's true. I think, I think it's... You know what, Brighton are a bit open at the back, man. Sorry. They leave the door open, so do you. There's going to be a lot of goals in this, man. I'm going to leave the door open. 2-2. Um, two, two. I can see it. 3-2 Spurs. Could be. I could see that as well. Yeah, as much as I hate to admit it, Spurs do have their mojo back at the moment. And I think Brighton, like you said, they are a bit open. They're at home. They're up and down as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're wide open. 2-1 to Spurs. And I say that with gritted teeth. (laughs) 2-1 to Spurs. And and the final game of this sort of sequence of games is going to be Arsenal versus West Ham. Oh, God. You always roll over for me. Declan Derby. Declan Derby. I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest as well. We've been bad away. Good at home, bad away. Um... I think Arsenal win this one 3-1 because that's the standard Arsenal-West Ham score. Well, you, we owe you a 3-1 after the League Cup. That was a yeah, that was worth it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't need to go rest players in the yeah. next game. So, Laurie? Like, you got draw last year. Was uh, you know what, I think Arsenal will get this. 2-0 uh, Arsenal. We'll win by two goals. Could even be 3-1, but definitely Arsenal. I'm going to go with the draw. Thanks, like draw. I, every, every I love it. Draw. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to go with the draw. I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Nikki. I think Arsenal three-one. We haven't lost at home yet. Um, First time for everything. And I think the confidence is up with Arsenal after after that performance. Although no Havertz in that game, and you know he's been playing well, King so Khan. he's uh, he, he got um, suspended. I think so. Declan's going to be a monster. Uh, he didn't play very well. He didn't West play Ham. very well against you guys. No, that's the only one he ain't played very well. Yeah. So he's going to burn. I felt because I was at that game. I felt a bit sorry for him because. A lot of talk before the game was resting, and then we're like losing two or three. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Came he's... on with 15 minutes ago. What was he supposed yeah. to do? So, okay. definitely, um, we'll games, get revenge. Definitely, games to look forward to. Uh, let me do some of these super chats here. Darren Walker says, "Happy Christmas." Oh, I think I did that one already. Um, oh no, KB said he was referring to Tottenham, Don Robbie. So he wasn't referring to. Um, Manchester United, he's saying that Tottenham are still in the hunt. Yeah, all right, yeah, still all right sorry. Apologies, KB. <clears throat> yeah, they are. We're they are it. still you in the hunt. If you're talking about Villa, you can't say we're not. Yeah, no, they are. They I mean, are still not, in the but hunt. You know what I mean. Let's give everybody the table um, as it stands. At the bottom of the table for Christmas is Sheffield United on nine points, Burnley on 18, Luton on 12. Remember, Luton have a game in hand because their game was postponed against Bournemouth. Um, Nottingham Forest. Uh, just above that on 14, and uh, Everton's still not out of the woods on 16 um, points. And then when we go to the top, top of the pops for Christmas is Arsenal. Look at her eyes. Yeah, just give me the facts. Top of the table for Christmas is Arsenal on 40 points, one point behind them, Liverpool on 39, Aston Villa also on 39, and Tottenham only four points off it now into the top four. On 36 points, Uh, Manchester City, um, who have a game in hand, have 34 points. They would have enjoyed all the draws happening over the Christmas period so far. And West Ham United into the top six on 30 points. Um, So, been a great weekend for Nicky and West Ham. Great Christmas. Uh, Can I I give you my Christmas song? Oh, yeah, your Christmas song. The Christmas song for Flex. We was bantering in a group chat yesterday (laughs) and I was telling him, do you know what, right? Anthony was two kudises. You bought, that's what the price. So this is the 88 million pounds of Christmas. And this is just for flex. Right, let me, I've, got, I've written the lyrics down. Okay, go on. On the 12th day, I'll, I'll give you the end. On, on the 12th day of Christmas, 88 million pounds bought for me. 
12 Andy Coles, 11 Cat Cars, 10 Jermaine Defoe's, 9 Freddie Jungbergs, 8 Dennis Burkhams, 7 Fat Ronaldo, 6 Alan Shearer's, 5 Thierry Henry's, 4 Cristiano's, 3 Yaya Toure's, 2 Kudus's, and a Brazilian that cannot play ball. <laughs> That's just for you guys. Thank you very much. Brilliant, brilliant, right? Um, one more super chat here. Brock says, uh, um, Abby, what's your beef with United? Uh, generally, all United fans want to know. Always spiteful. Up. We're not rivals. So where is it all coming from? <laughs> you're right. Is you're it Flick? <coughs> <laughs> I honestly have no beef with United. It's just my opinion on what's going on. I also praised you last year. Um, just got to roll with it. But you've got bigger fish to fry in your mid-table battle <laughs> with Chelsea. Hold that. Don't forget to use the promo code OVER. If there's over 10 goals um, in the first half of the games this week, you can get yourself a free £5 bet with Fair Play. Thanks to the guys at Fair Play. You've got to be 18 plus. Scan the QR code and click the link in the description. Want to wish a Merry Christmas going out to yeah. our panel here today. Nikki, great song. To Laurie and Thanks. also to Abby. You guys, thank you very much for that present as well, You're Abby. Thank welcome. you. Great. Have yourself a great Christmas. Also to our regular panellists who ate here. Big up to AGT. Saw him last night. Merry Christmas going out to you. Also to Matisse. Big game for you, bro. Big game. Yeah, big game, bro. Big Don't lose game, it. Big game, brother. Uh, Merry Christmas going out to Matisse. And Merry Christmas also going out to Flex. <laughs> I want you, this Christmas, to think about some of the people that are less fortunate than ourselves, like Flex, <laughs> that are having a really <laughs> tough time. You know what I mean? It's not everybody this Christmas is going to be able to sit around the fireplace with mm -hmm. three points. There are going to be some people like Flex who are having a real tough time of it. You know, um... No points. No hope. No hope. <laughs> and also, Just did you see really their, their food rating? Their hygiene rating was one. And their hygiene rating was one. Can't they can't even eat no turkey. Can't even eat no turkey. More hygiene rating than points, though, this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, please, think of Manchester United fans this Christmas. Think of Flick. Sports Social Podcast Network.